0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio, sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy, detective. Jordan, we addressed this briefly. We record. We, we did a live performance here in Los Angeles the other day. Which I alluded to this, but I'm still trying to deal with it, and I'm hoping that you can help me with it. Yeah, let's uh let's unpack this suitcase. The other day. Yeah, let's let's unpack the knapsack of white privilege. <laughs> who who cla- better? Who better than the two of yeah. us? <laughs> two whites. It's a classic classic have- <laughs> American studies essay. Yes, yeah. Classic American studies essay. Okay, uh Google it. You can find it on the internet. You'll learn a lot. Okay, anyway. So As you know, I have three children, and they're all of tooth-losing age. My oldest, she's 11. Oh, sorry. I dropped the ball. Uh, That's a fun age. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. I'm sorry. I should have. Can you edit, Matt? Can you edit out that pause and the rest of the show?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll delete Um,
1: (laughs) it. Delete the entire back catalog, Matt. Yeah. Can you go ahead and- Already done. It's over. Matt- do you have one of those men in black sticks? Could you put that on America? <laughs> Just about us.
0: Yeah, I can get one.
1: Okay. That's kind of overkill. I don't know. I don't know that America is aware of us. <laughs>
2: certain <laughs> parts of Portland are aware of us. Yeah. Parks like Brooklyn, substantially. Yeah. Certain micro neighborhoods in Brooklyn, they're aware of us. But I don't think you need to go to America with the men in black stick.
1: Like if you go to Red Hook, you don't have to cover everybody there. You could probably tell in Red Hook who you should and shouldn't hit with, map with the with the Men in Black stick. Okay, so as I was saying, my 11-year-old is, she's at the, you know, the tail end of tooth losing. I got a six-year-old just ramping up the tooth losing, and I got a nine-year-old right square in the middle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oscar is my nine-year-old, and Oscar is terrified of losing teeth. It is some sort of sensory issue. The sheer volume and variety of sensory issues in my family has led me to completely lose track of who can't bear the thought of one food being next to another food and who has nightmares about itchy tags and so on.
2: Ooh, that was but, me. I was an itchy tag kid. I was absolutely an itchy <laughs> tag kid. My mom had to cut off all of my tags. I still sometimes cut off my own tags. I no longer need mother to do it for me.
1: Yeah. I, I, I have been asked on more than one occasion to cut off your skin tags, which I think goes far beyond the role of a co-host on a comedy <laughs> podcast. To be
2: fair, you 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 were telling me you were a dermatologist
1: for a while. <laughs> I said first of all I said I was a podiatrist oh. which I don't I think was a reasonable claim because they mostly shave bunions and god knows I know how to do
2: that okay it just seems to me like you're some kind it, of nasty eczema freak who just wanted to get a look at
1: my Look at my no. I'm into bunion shaving and tough shame. actin to That's the whole okay. totality yeah. of my medical toolbox. Everything I know about medicine, as the best-selling book goes, I learned from John Madden, the late football commentator and coach John Madden. Okay, so I mean everybody. Everybody's got my that nine-year-old book on their toilet tank, right? Yeah, my my my. my My nine-year-old is stuck in this world of, like, wanting the tooth. Once the tooth is loose, Oscar wants the tooth out. But Mm -hmm. Oscar does not want to wiggle the tooth. Yeah. And so the tooth just gets more and more loose, but Oscar is unable to deliver the coup de gras. Sure. You know, unable to give that death blow that will remove the tooth and deliver the $5 under the pillow. So, a few nights ago, for the second time, and I cannot emphasize this enough, for the second time, Oscar went to sleep with a tooth hanging by a thread in in a little mouth gap. And at Oscar's request, my wife, Teresa, Snuck into Oscar and Frankie's room while they slept like the little beautiful babies they are and tore the tooth from Oscar's mouth without waking Oscar up. Jesus.
2: How, how, how How does she, how is she so soft of foot? How do her footfalls fall so softly that she doesn't wake up a sleeping babe?
1: My only guess. Is that it's because she walks heel to toe with right. one foot directly in front of the other? Right, but that might just be a vague memory I have, possibly from reading the secret, of the Indian in the cupboard. Maybe I have that memory too. I think I thought
2: I I was assuming I had that because because of the like month I spent in Boy Scouts and didn't like it. Maybe that was the one thing I retained. Uh, but yeah, I
1: also read. Maybe you remembered I, I th- it from. From Little League, is that possible? Could sure, <laughs> uh, yeah, could be, or a little big league. They're stalking. Most Little Leagues have it's are about eighty percent baseball, twenty percent right. stalking. Right. If you can like stalking if, prey, not like stalking enemies. Yeah.
2: When you if you if you can stalk and kill the coach, you become the coach.
1: These are the these How? are the cardinal rules of Little League. I don't even know if I want to know how my wife has done this twice. Yeah. Does she I don't know a- why Oscar has asked for it.
2: This, I, and again, you, you said you don't, you, you have not looked into this. That's something I'm curious about. I mean, two things. One, how is, how are her, how, how are her footfalls so silent? And two, is she using right. tools for this? Or is she just bare handing this thing out of there? Are you
1: picturing a frontier dentist situation?
2: <laughs> yeah right she just has uh yeah has some pliers or something like that
1: i don't know i was i, I don't we're know we're all out of ether we're gonna have to give oscar six shots and knock him out right give him a little bathtub gin yeah I I'm, I'm i mean I'm does impressed? it even matter it's so
2: weird uh it's so fucking weird you know i i think uh i mean i've said this on the show i'll say it again moms are the real heroes It's not, you know, Batman and, you know, Captain
0: Adam out
1: there. It's moms. I'll tell you this much right now, Jordan.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. If Teresa, even one time, tries to remove one of my teeth while I'm asleep, it's going to be single moms that are the real heroes, if you know what I'm talking about, because I'm going to be serving her some papers. Reason for divorce? Tooth theft
2: i thought
0: nocturnal
2: (laughs) tooth snatching before you mentioned devores i thought i thought she would she was killing you to get the teeth in this scenario she was murdering you and taking your teeth
1: (laughs) what do you think my teeth are worth jordan i
2: i I don't know there's a bunch of listen there's a bunch of there's a bunch of freaks out there on the internet
1: who probably want their favorite podcaster's teeth i have a follow-up question here this is for all my this for all the Dentists out there. Are gold and silver really good substitutes for tooth? Or are they just like, well, then if we just if we just make it out of, you know, Sculpey, then uh which is, you know, that's like a quick drying clay. Right. If we just make it out of sculpy, nobody's gonna believe we're real doctors. But if we make them pay for gold and silver, well, then it's going to justify itself. Yeah, it's like a calling card. Yeah, I mean, like, why Why can't you just fill your tooth with, uh, you know, tinfoil? Yeah, well, I mean, I think
2: that probably comes from a time when, you know, having a lot of precious metals meant wealth. I mean, when they're replacing teeth now, they're just throwing a
1: monkey NFT in there. So tired of monkey NFTs. Com- Should we introduce Commentary. our, our guest on this yeah, program? This,
2: this guy's a this guy's a show this guy's a show business professional. So he's probably got a mouthful of monkey NFTs.
3: So a many big shot. There's an entire blockchain <laughs> a- going around my mouth.
0: <laughs>
1: he's an he's an old pal of ours. He's also an exec folks, an executive, little something called. An executive producer of the new television show *Gremlins: Secrets of the Mogwai*, Brendan Hay. Hi, Brendan. How are you? Hi. Thank you guys so much for having me back on. Have you? Do you
3: have anything inside your teeth? Inside my teeth? No. I actually, uh, I'm gonna brag. I, I have had very few cavities in my life. I've got a pretty. I've got some skull peaks. I only started getting cavities in like my last ten years.
2: Uh, um, excuse so, me. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Excuse yeah. me. Not to interrupt.
1: Never had a cavity
3: what yeah i never mind i usually get to be the big shot
1: in the room but all to you well i have more rhymes than the winens have family (laughs) (laughs) um i however i want to bring back to teeth
3: on two things one is teresa for hire because one of my kids were on week three of a wiggly tooth that will not will not come out slash she it would be her first one out so she does not want to catch up to her sibling who has lost teeth and she's just not wanting to go that extra step. So, um, yeah, if Teresa is willing to sneak into my house, uh, heel to foot, I, I am okay with it. I will not press charges, anything of the
1: nature. Now, Jordan, you don't know this, but my wife and Brendan's wife are friendly mm-hmm. they have each other's phone number. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've connected on parenting matters. God, that's so important. And it is a fun age.
2: It is a fun age, thank you, Brendan. And I'll get to my other catchphrase. I got to get a son later in the show. <laughs> now that I've said, <laughs> that's that's a tease. Yeah. You know, there's that there, there's that meme. You had one job. Yeah, yeah. yeah I have you. three jobs. Oh, okay. One is to say that's a fun age. Every time somebody mentions, you know, the age of a child, I have to say, <laughs> got to get a son at some point. Don't know why. And three. A long story about something that happened at the Verdugo Aquatic Facility. These are my three mm, jobs. And I like I, it. And I almost yeah. missed one at the top of the show, and I feel like fucking shit about it.
1: <laughs> Brendan, my recommendation to you is to have your wife talk to my wife. Okay. And remember that money talks and bullshit walks. Fair. Um, I'll loop you into so, our uh, Tooth Fairy cuts. This makes sense. Actually, pay her to be the real Tooth Fairy. I'm expecting cash on the barrel head here. That's fair. No lines of credit are going to be extended with re <laughs> this extraction.
3: You know what? That makes sense. Look, the Tooth Fairy uh, gives money up front. You demand money up front. I get it.
1: Hey, Jordan, my wife does the extraction. I do the extraction, if you know what I'm talking about. Tough as nails over here. I
2: don't actually.
1: <laughs> I'm extracting. <laughs> what the, do you mean? I'm extracting the money from Brendan. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She's extracting yeah. the tooth oh, okay. from Brendan's yeah.
3: child's face. It turns out the word can mean two things. Yeah, one of the dent, uh, dentist thing I learned. Um, this comes from a somebody we used to know who came from a family of dentists, who had relatives. He was like the one non dentist out of a whole family of dentists, <laughs> n- and had a brother it's called who escaping
1: after- a family of
3: dentists. Yeah, did <laughs> cross country, he- so this tracks. Yeah, it's uh, like when
1: you're raised Scientologist. Yeah, it's you just have to get out and never go back. But We uh, no longer um, speak
2: to my son, who's the ear, nose, and throat guy. <laughs> <laughs> we, do, we He's not invited to Thanksgiving.
3: Well, no, you don't want that kind of a freak. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, the, his dentist brother, who would spend all day doing dentistry, go home to, there's apparently a very large dentist uh, online community, which is not just sharing what happened in a day, but photos of what happened in a day, so... oh. That's so why I feel like that. Going back to "Would your teeth fetch money?" The answer yes. is almost definitely
1: yes in this like dentist circle. So you can they buy and sell dentists? I'm going to believe it. So they buy and sell teeth? I feel
3: like it. There's at least, there's a strong dentist online community, so I think we're selling teeth.
1: Is there a something I should search for on Facebook Marketplace? I think so.
2: Uh, here's just as a, this is a question again, I know this is just a world you're on the periphery of. Brandon. Oh, I,
3: I'm, I've just basically heard the Fidelio of it. That's all that's, I got this little droplet into it. I got nothing else, but well, I'm I know gonna the keep, I'm going to
2: keep asking you questions Please. about it. <laughs> oh,
3: let's say I do know more.
2: Okay. This is fun. Feel yes, free I to speculate, <laughs> <with> Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I bragged rightfully earlier in the show that I've never had a cavity, so are these, you know, pure, unvarnished choppers? Oh, yeah. Are these worth more? Am I way a unicorn on, in uh-huh. the
3: world of oh, they've, teeth they freaks? They have eyes on you probably already. There's probably already pictures of your mouth going around. Wow.
2: Oh, my gosh. I think gosh. so. Yeah. And I
3: opened my mouth a little bit wider when
2: you said that, just in case I, yeah. Matt's snapping photos of the Zoom call. <laughs> Look,
3: Matt makes a little extra on the side this way. It's great. We all got to have a side hustle. Exactly. It's the it's sad state of modern affairs
1: man this jordan could this yeah. could this be a good s- sideline f- or primary line <laughs> for your only fans presence oh so okay here's here's uh i love
2: it and again um yeah the the launch of my only fans is imminent um yeah mm-hmm. but yeah i guess i First worry you gotta get a son i gotta get a son
3: See if Verdugo I, Aquatic Facility will let you shoot your OnlyFans there.
2: Yes. Okay. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you. Thank yeah. you yeah. for working in the Verdugo <laughs> <Yeah>. Aquatic Facility. <laughs> of course. Of course. I worry that, like, there's a ceiling, obviously. I mean, if, if you know, this OnlyFans presence involves tooth extraction and then, you know, like mailing them off to the highest bidder, um, I can only do right. this, what, 14, 15 times?
0: Mm.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably like a dozen times you could do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, what are you doing? Let me ask you this: What are you doing with your soiled panties? Because if you stuff those in the holes, you might be able to go quite a long way. So, I so I fill the, <laughs> the holes
2: where my teeth once were with panties.
0: Well, if you're soiled not panties, only fans. to do something with
2: Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, but Brendan, would you say the thing you said again? I sorry.
3: If you're not selling those on the OnlyFans, you gotta do something with the soiled panties.
1: Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and I mean, you are selling the teeth, Jordan. So it it makes a ton of sense when you think. Yeah, about it. I mean, mm-hmm. and I
2: can just say that I, there's a little note, like I rub these all over my gums, my
1: pure oh, yeah. pink gums. Ooh. I have an I have a question about tooth materials. Sure. Let's say I got to the point in my mouth where I was going to get wh- what. My mother calls falsies. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's say I was oh, going to get Oh, that's what my mom false. called, Uh, like, stuffing stuff in your bra.
2: Why was she stuffing your bra? Because my tits didn't come in until later, and I had to fill out that prom dress.
1: <laughs> Got it. That's fair. So let's say. Yeah. I've lost enough teeth that I need falsies. Right. Could I get a full set of golden choppers? Like, if I have the dough, well, how much dough could it be? $20,000? Sounds about I right. Don't know. Yeah. Could I get full golden choppers?
3: I think you could probably go one step further, get full golden sharp jaws from James Bond choppers.
0: Whoa.
1: Yeah. And then. Whoa. Like, Filed to a point like a Mm -hmm. fucking Mayan king.
3: Yes, just walking around L.A., eating your favorite tacos, whatnot, (laughs) but with the sharpest teeth on the street.
2: Yeah, I mean, and I think you know we're all we're all thinking about side hustles. It's a you -hmm. know little a little a little running theme here, and you know the, the modern economy you can't specialize anymore. That's what the movie Magic Mike is about. You can't specialize. We all have to have that little side hustle, Jesse. Maybe when you have these teeth, you could do a little henching on the side. Have you ever Ooh. thought about becoming a henchman? It's
1: a
3: growth market.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I have. I think one of the big problems is there's a lot of Central American henchmen flooding over the border right now, fleeing the violence in Venezuela and so oh boy. forth. Oh, here we go.
3: Yeah. So I was so hoping we were going to have mean, to talk about that again.
1: That's why I say evil America for evil Americans. <laughs> <laughs> evil America first, right?
3: Uh, it used L- to be L- in this world that uh, you know just American henchmen really had the right. chance to move up, and you you'd hench and you'd either die or eventually become a villain yourself.
2: Yeah, when you're describing your evil plan to the hero who you have captive, do it in English.
1: Sorry, do yeah. it in learn the language. They will not replace me at the controls of this moon explosion. <laughs> to the weather
2: yet. machine, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brendan, during your intro, Jesse yes. mentioned that the television program, you're yes. executive producer and head writer? Head writer of?
3: Uh, just executive producer. It's a, oh, yeah. It's cool. it's myself and Chan, uh both kind of the co-showrunners, both EPs, both head writing.
1: I, in my head, E.P. is, Jordan, they don't work in show business. E.P.'s extra penis. Yes. (laughs) Look, you're going to need at
3: least minimum two penises to handle Mm -hmm. that much show running. Yeah. Some say, you know, some say three, but that's your Aaron Sorkin types.
2: This is why I'm stuck at Staff Rider. I just got the one penis. (laughs) This is what we're marching for. Um, <laughs> extra, extra penises for all. <laughs> Give us some extra penises so we can climb the ladder. Jesse uh, said the, the, the correct name of the show, Secrets of the Mogwai. That's correct. In my head, it was secret. These little guys have more than one secret?
3: Oh, oh they got secrets you don't even know. That's, what uh, the heck? Uh- uh-huh. They've been, look, Mogwai been lying to you for decades. What? Uh, whatever you think you know about them, yeah, they've had secret families. They've had uh, so much going on. Yeah, no, we are we are definitely plural. Um, oh yeah, we dive into it. This is we a lot in... of people
1: think this is a reboot of the Gremlins universe. They've actually just they happened to have the Gremlins IP when they were trying to do an animated reboot of the Mike Lee film Secrets and Lies.
0: <laughs>
3: That's it. Thank you. I, look, you know what? I knew some people wouldn't see it, but you're a sophisticated man. You enjoy your art house cinema. Right, right. You know this. No. Um, yeah. No. It was uh, that. And also, be honest, it's a soft backdoor uh, pilot for a Liar Liar reboot as well, just mixed wow. in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gremlins, Secrets and Liar that Liar. That is
1: actually, as you said, you're, Mike Lee is not involved in Gremlin Secrets of the Mogwai. He is. Though working on the liar, liar thing right now. Everyone is improvising together, developing their characters. British
3: working class and Jim Carrey. Those are his two passions in film.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah,
3: no, uh, we get to on the secret, on the Maguire front, tons of uh, secrets because it turns out not just the origins of where they come from, but we also get into their rules. I'm sorry, Brendan. A lot of fun stuff. Uh,
1: Jim Carrey is going to be played by Leslie Manville. Okay, oh, of course, Go yeah. ahead, <laughs> that's all. I just wanted to bring up Leslie Manville real quick. She's We're wonderful.
0: Tyranny in
3: Amazing
1: this version
0: in will
3: be Jim Broadbent. It's great. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: I was Go trying ahead, to Brandon, back sorry. into something where I s where I said dumb and dumber at Nashville, but <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> i quite it's never quite figured it out the problem
3: just you know it's yeah. it's not your fault Robert Altman was just always more of a Dudley Moore guy so, oh Robert know.
2: Altman okay well, I yeah. even confused uh, look at me okay yeah. this, I, I wasn't even close I wasn't even <laughs> fucking close
3: that's all right I just threw Dudley Moore tr- and Jim no, they- in the same sentence I'm not even sure that tracks
2: <laughs> sure
1: no why not why Brendan not? if it it there's one thing well we're
2: enough. not concerned
1: with here on the show <laughs> it's anything <laughs> tracking There, there you yeah. just say
2: stuff that's good
1: it's the beauty of your yeah. show Thank yeah. you. What a podcast is, Brendan. Secrets yeah. of the Mogwai. What are their secrets? Spill them. Spill uh, the I, beans. I can't. I, no, uh, because it's no secret that you can't get these fuckers wet. Yeah. Well, all right. Here, the things, the secrets
3: you know. Can't get the fuckers wet. Yep. Uh Taking them <laughs> to the beach in the bright light. Those fuckers. Don't do it. Uh, they're, they're, they're sweet yeah. fuckers. They're nice fuckers. But uh, um, yeah, can't get them wet. No, they're not. The they're evil. You know what? That's part of what our show's here to show um they're completely evil they're agents of chaos they um you know they will indiscriminately kill hurt and maim but you know what they do it all in good fun they like to laugh
1: yeah in the spirit of fun
3: yes like looney tunes back in action (laughs) exactly see uh they're like you know it's killing and entertainment so it's like kill kill entertainment that's the thing
1: yeah kill entertainment kill entertainment did you get to meet Joe Dante? A whole bunch. The g- gremlins master? Absolutely. I-, I bet that guy is fucking fascinating and delightful. He I can't imagine absolutely. being anything other than that.
3: He, no, Joe is everybody's best uncle. Um, he is absolutely just has amazing stories about everything and has hit the wonderful age where he is going to share them all. He, it, we got to spend <laughs> uh, like the best part um, last year. They premiered our show at a French animations festival. So is uh myself, Z, and Joe there for like a few days. So it's just getting to like it's one of those nice things. They thankfully flew us out early. So we had an extra day or so. So it's just like getting to hang out and eat and drink with Joe Dante and hear his tales.
1: And um, yeah, he's the guy, he's the best. I like that you said that he's reached the age where he's willing to share his tales as though like. In 1982, Joe Dante was unwilling to share his tales. This strikes, <laughs> strikes me as a man willing to old, share tales. Tight-lipped Dante, they
2: called
3: him. What they, that was the nickname period. No, it's very true. But I feel like it's also, as I feel like I found, it's the the older you get in entertainment, the more uh, uncensored every single story you have becomes. That it's There's no longer yeah. any <laughs> concern about like, look, I don't know, maybe somebody worked on this or maybe somebody has a, is close to that. It, they hit a certain point, and it's usually somewhere like over the age of sixty-five, where it's like, "Fuck it, I'm laying it all out there. Right. Here's exactly what my feelings were on making explorers." He's the real
2: news about piranha. Yeah, there's <laughs> <laughs> probably a lot of stories of like that start with, "I was having dinner with Jimmy Khan, and then the craziest <laughs> thing you've ever heard in your life comes out." All the best.
3: Yeah, it was yeah. Well, everything you want of getting to hear. I feel like I to remember stuff that I feel like he shared, so I won't step on, but too much. But where um, I was like hearing of, uh, I don't remember now, John Peters, I think, was the Warner Brothers exec and producer at one point. And it's like, John Peters complaining, complaining about the dailies of inner space. Uh, he was like the one person who didn't find Martin Short funny and thought Martin Short needed to be replaced with an actor that somebody would. It's like, no, no, everyone in this cast has to be somebody that you'd want to fuck. We need hot actors all across the board on inner space, like that kind of a. Uh, thing it's like uh these are the tales i want to hear
2: so i my first gremlins movie Mm. was gremlins 2 the new batch of course and before i saw the movie i had like beaten the nes game so technically my first (laughs) there are a lot of properties where i know the nes game before (laughs) i like i didn't see goodies until three years ago so you
3: did Goonies 2 before you did. Uh, yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. So the NES Goonies game was called Goonies 2, the biggest mm-hmm. fucking dick swing in history. <laughs> and so, yeah, I knew the game and I saw the movie like four years ago um, and was like, that's fine. Um, yeah. But there's
3: no text based ways to open doors in this
2: film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. There's no yo yo as weapon in this. I think that was Goonies 2. Yeah, there was. Okay, thank you.
1: This really um, captures the spirit of the game, but why have they added these slurs? <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so I knew my
2: my journey with Gremlins starts with Gr- Gremlins Two, the new batch, the NES game, where Gizmo used tomatoes to fight spider Gremlins. Mm-hmm. Then, seeing Gremlins Two, the new batch, and then, like, as an adult, I finally saw the first Gremlins. Uh pound for pound fucking great franchise uh there's oh, yeah. not a lot of it but what there is it's fantastic but i know to a lot of people gremlins 2 the new batch is really special because it is absolutely insane yeah i know your show is a prequel but do do you have any nods or allusions to gremlins 2 the new batch as much as i could get away with
1: yes okay <laughs> um, i so, so- brennan what i want to know is this because like grim for people who haven't seen both gremlins as jordan alluded to Gremlins 1 is very I mean like for a movie about like for a for a Christmas horror movie about little furry creatures from space or whatever. It's very Spielbergian. It's very mm-hmm. it has a lot of sweetness and wide-eyed qualities to it. Mm-hmm. A lot of small-town Americana and so on and so forth. As you said, Jordan uh, Gremlins 2 is absolutely fucking bananas. There's 20,000 Gremlins and they're all taking over a, an apartment tower. I mean, an office tower, a huge office tower and all kinds of crazy shit happens the entire time. And maybe I get the impression that the second one was what Joe Dante wanted to exist in the world. He was just like, I want movies where all kinds of crazy shit happens the entire time. Where <laughs> Hulk Hogan talks to camera. <laughs> exactly. That is exactly
3: the case. Um, I mean, the first film was also him through and through because he's a big proponent of, why can't you laugh at one scene and scream at the next? Um, he's a big fan of just like, yeah, just have fun with tone. Like, make, make movies crazy and keep people on edge. Like, have fun. Um, but yeah, the second one, uh, as as he put it, was... They tried to make a sequel without him for years. None of them worked. So they eventually were basically like, fine, just whatever you want to make. Just make us something that has the title Gremlins. Um, And what he felt like making was a Looney
1: Tunes movie. Yeah. So. So which was your, which was your, I mean, I think all, I think that Gremlins 2 is the classic, like, counterintuitive, this is the good one of all film snobs of a Mm -hmm. certain age. Um, you know, it was the bay pig in the city of its time. (laughs) Uh, but Gremlins 1, I mean, I don't know so what you thought of it when you saw it, Jordan, but it's really great. It like, whips ass. Gremlins 1 yeah. is fantastic. That, yeah. I mean,
2: I think yeah. I alluded to being kind of like underwhelmed by Goonies when I saw it, like as an adult. I'm like, oh boy, what is my generation nostalgic for this? Uh, <laughs> but like seeing Gremlins for the first time, um, I was like, oh, this is hilarious And pretty crazy. Like, you you know, you talk about how crazy the second one is. First one's pretty crazy uh, and really funny, like still like hilarious and has a great like cartoon logic to it. What was your gremlins, Brendan? Um, I got
3: answers for both. I will say two is probably still slightly dearer to my heart. But the first one I saw younger than I feel like I should have at like six or so. (laughs) Um, And it's younger
1: younger than 15.
3: Yeah. (laughs) exactly went with is one of those i was with my cousin my older cousins for a weekend and they were just like oh yeah we're great we, we, let's take you to gremlins and i'm like oh yeah cute, cute mogwai gizmo guy i have i have a saw that a picture of it sure yeah. uh and it totally baby's the first
1: flesh blender film
3: 100 uh, yeah, <laughs> percent, exactly uh you know i now i understand what melty uh was it uh gooey horror is um things yeah. like that yeah um yeah. But yeah, it's delightful. It ter- it terrified me, made me question Santa. Uh, it did a lot of good things for my like six or seven year old mind, but uh, it still stayed with me and kind of was like my gateway to horror. But Gremlins two, I saw twice the week it opened uh, because I was just so enamored of it. And after the first time, I'm like, must see more jokes. Like there, I know there are jokes I miss, Basically, like, I have to see this again. So yeah, love them both. And I think for our show, we <laughs> I think we're honestly a third thing. I think we kind of became this uh, we definitely have the Amblin feels uh, and occasional incredibly gory horror of the first film. So it's like, you know, we got some of that in our DNA. We occasionally go super weird because what we realize is Chinese mythology is almost as batshit crazy, actually more batshit crazy than Gremlins 2. So as we were kind of playing with that, it's like, oh, these creatures are amazing and their roles are totally bureaucratic and odd, but really charming. So we have that um but i think a lot of it also is just a kind of amblin-esque adventure story also that is also rooted in like cultural specificity of trying to figure out trying to take mr wing from the original film and make him a full-fledged character and backstory and how did one kid grow up to be this man who had a shop full of oddities in new york
2: can you without without spoiling too much stuff can you can you say an illusion or two to gremlins too that you were able to slip in there
3: oh yeah there's um we get to a point in the season where we get to let gremlins play with magic and what comes out of playing with magic might be different types of gremlins
2: okay but perhaps they sound a super bit smart like and Mr. super dumb
1: super smart and super dumb super smart <laughs>
2: and super dumb I am does a both, certain yes. <laughs> Does a certain Tony Randall make a voice appearance if he's From alive, wave, which he may actually not be? It. <laughs> so once the
3: Ouija board got Mr. Randall's spirit, um, we fell through in negotiation. It sucks. Even you know, just beyond his agent was still a little too tough.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I he was wanted eight. to impregnate someone from beyond the grave. <laughs> <laughs> at the t- he was famous for he impregnating was. someone at 80 or something. Yeah. All of it, was, and it was like 80, he was, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, and he was
3: thinking at this point he'd be about 109. So, yeah, why not? You guys want to take a little break, impregnate
1: someone from beyond the grave, and then come back for more? <laughs> Always. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica.
0: Love you, love you.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. A Jordan Morris boy, detective. You know, this is an audience-supported program. Yes. On an audience-supported network, mm-hmm. MaximumFun.org. That means that we're supported by our audience. So thank you to yes. the members of Maximum Fun who are Jordan, Jesse Goh listeners. You pay our bills. And guess what? We have a little something special for you. Yeah. If you're a member of Maximum Fun, you've got that bonus feed going. And if you've got that bonus feed going... We've been doing some live shows here in Los Angeles in front of an audience of Maximum Fund members, uh, and... Our first recording from one of those live shows is up in the feed. Yeah, we got uh, Nick
2: Repeat Adams, uh, perhaps mm. one of, if not the most legendary guests in Jordan Jesse history. He would say the most. He would say that. <laughs> he uh, would, he what would we, insist upon him. What would you say, audience? Yeah. At Nick Adams on Twitter. <laughs> Let him know. <laughs> um. Yeah, we had a, a super, super fun time, and uh, that show is up in the... Uh, MaxFun member feed, and uh, future shows will be as well. So if you're a member, keep that membership going. And if you want to be, MaximumFun.org slash join. A lot of fun stuff
1: up there in the member feed. We're also supported this week by the folks at ZipRecruiter. Now, Jordan, I'm a business owner. You know that. I do. I own MaximumFun.org as a worker owner. That's right. Cooperative. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know from my years as a sole proprietor that it can be very difficult to hire. It can take, on average, 11 weeks to hire for a position. You don't have that kind of time. I don't have that time. I need, I need a. I need need a guy. I need a lady. I need a person. I need some talent you in the them door. You need them now. You need them yesterday, right? So you know what? I'm going to stop waiting, and I'm going to start using ZipRecruiter. They help me find qualified candidates for all my roles fast. See why 3.8 million
2: businesses have come to ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And Jordan, you have a brand new Archie comic on the way. That's true. I uh did Archie a... is uh, short for Archibald. That's true. <laughs> Archibald Andrews, the classic American teen boy. What is he getting up to now? Well, it turns out he and all his friends, Betty Veronica, Jughead, et cetera.
1: More is it good job. No,
2: that a different universe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> they are getting up to some Buffy spooky the stuff. <laughs> totally. Okay, again, just a, that's a third universe you're mentioning. The Flash. Uh, Yeah, Okay, he's there. (laughs) (laughs) The Flash is there, but he can move between worlds by using, say it with me, the Speed Force. force. That's right, the Speed Force. Uh, Archie and the gang are up to some spooky stuff. Uh, For instance, the stuff they get up to in Camp Pickens, the Archie horror anthology, out June 21st with a story by me and the great diana camaro a a just a beautiful beautiful comics artist I saw some of uh, uh her her work uh, in preview format for proofreading purposes um and just, she did such a beautiful job on this. She
1: uh, has such incredible work with uh, Mort's turtleneck.
2: Okay, okay, again, different unit. I don't know
1: if she's drawn Mort,
2: <laughs> but uh, really, just just did a spectacular job on this. Um, everybody, there's so much, so much talent in uh, in Camp Pickens. Hopefully, uh, you pre-order it at your local comic book store, or get down there and pick one up on June
1: 21st. Archie Jughead. Yes. Okay. Betty. Yep great veronica uh huh you got it booster gold
2: well uh, that's another guy who can kind of travel between dimensions he uses say it with me his <laughs> speed force his <Skeetist> robot
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so yeah will booster gold make an appearance who knows uh but uh yeah can't pick it. and uh, we're going to we're going to be doing some cool signing events around the Southern California
1: area. So if you're there, uh, keep an eye on social media for those. Maximumfun.org slash join if you want to become a member. Maximumfun.org slash jumbotron if Mm -hmm. you want to share a message with our audience. Uh, And, uh, you know, Maximumfun.org slash... Mort.
2: (laughs) For turtlenecks. (laughs) Mort
1: for... To find out what Max Fontalent has died recently. Right. Uh, and maximumfun.org slash Le Petit Sure. For what Max Fontalent is that a French orgasm? Right. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. La la
0: la 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 la
1: it's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart.
2: Jordan Moore's boy detective. Brendan Hay,
3: yellow belt at
2: Gymkata.
1: <laughs> That's Jordan. If it helps, that is the combination of gymnastic skills and karate, and karate kills. kills. Yes. yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wouldn't want to live in the village of the crazies when Brendan gets there. Oh, I'm going to get the best
3: concrete <laughs> pommel horse and just work through him for hours.
1: <laughs> God. The other day I was being followed by a pack of crazies. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I went into this alley, which, of course, the last thing you want to do is get into open space when you're when there's a bunch of crazies around. I went into this alley. I got down to the end of this alley. There's no fucking pommel horse. what am I supposed to do with a goddamn balance beam? (laughs) Uh, No pommel horse. You impress them with a floor show. Does anyone know have any idea what we're talking about that's listening to this? Probably. <laughs> you know, I think I mean if you if we were doing this at a dinner
2: party, probably uh-huh. not. But you know what? I right. think I think I think that if there's a place to do this bit, it's here.
1: Yeah. Right. The bit where we describe a scene from the movie Jim Cotta <laughs> from the director. <laughs> the director of Enter the Dragons, st- starring Olympic, no, not even Olympic, uh, only uh, international competition gymnastics champion Kurt Thomas. Yes, as a yeah. man who survives the most dangerous game by using a combination of martial arts and, and gymnastics. Known
2: in as other Gymkata. words, gymnastics skills and karate kills.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And at one point he goes to a place that sometimes is called the village of the crazies and sometimes has a different name. I don't remember what the other name is, but there's two different names for it. And he goes into an alley while being pursued by the crazies. And there happens to be a pommel horse there that he uses to whip their asses. See, it's
2: just... This, the bit's good. The bit was yeah. good. It all... Solid either
3: way. And I will throw out, by the way, for just uh, other childhood movies that made a lasting impression on me, Yes, uh, watching Jim Cotta mm-hmm. on the... Uh, if anybody who grew up in the New York area, WPIX, uh, always showed really fantastic films like this in the middle of the afternoon on weekends. I was at uh, my dad's work party where, uh, as a, of course, very social child, I went into the owner of his boss's home found their tv just turned on whatever i wanted and was watching that away from anybody else i had to interact with um and in came east coast celebrity local celebrity mario perillo of perillo tours he turned out to be the (laughs) brother-in-law of my dad's boss he was half drunk asked what i'm watching and then proceeded to fall asleep on the couch while I watched Jim Cotta. So I can say, beautiful. I saw Jim Cotta with a sleeping Mario Perillo. This will be so much to your uh, New Jersey,
1: New York, Connecticut listeners. Did you stroke his hair gently and like put oh, it behind his hair. ear? Of course.
2: A little kiss on the forehead. Don't like wake
1: him. Don't wake George's him.
2: Don't wake him. <laughs> uh, hey, before we get to our uh, phone call, I wanted to uh, usher in. One of our most beloved holidays
1: here on the show. This is really special, you know. We talk, we talk on the show about anal August. Um, we talk on the show about, of course, Arbor Day. <laughs> sure. Um, we talk on the show about. I think Labor Day maybe was the one where there was a Gary Marshall movie that had Cameron Esposito in it. Our friend Cameron Esposito, oh. but this is this is the most the true most exciting part of the year for any jordan jesse go listener and certainly for us as the hosts of jordan jesse go
2: yeah i uh and 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 this is maybe something we haven't talked about uh a lot in recent years but uh a a post on the on the max fund subreddit that's r slash maximum fun uh Reminded me that, uh, you know, what we do is It's important. almost
1: right. The, down, Jordan, Jordan, oh, oh, Jordan, yeah. Jordan. Oh, oh. B- Brendan, Brendan doesn't know about this. Right. So can you give the quick, and there certainly both of the new listeners that we've gained in the last four or five years probably need a quick recap of how this holiday period, let's say, came to be. Yes. Uh. Yeah. And so I'll,
2: I'll, can you uh, quickly explain? I, I will, and yes, the 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 post here I'm referring to on on Reddit is with the current state of the world. I think it's time for JJ Go, that's us, to deliver another hashtag Summer Boy Summer. We need this. This is hosted by uh, Jeremy Frankly there on Reddit. Thank you, Jeremy. So what Jeremy is referring to is um, a lifestyle that we're fans of that we try and participate in we try and practice what we preach um and that's the summer boy lifestyle this happened uh when I was at a wedding in Baltimore uh which was cold uh I was wearing jean shorts because uh that's basically all the pants I own um and the cab driver taking me to the airport said that in those shorts I looked like a real summer boy so that became i don't know kind of a mantra for me um and we all love summer, and I think that um you know, I think the post, the Reddit post alludes to the current state of the world. I don't know what they mean. I don't keep up with the news, but if something's getting I you think down.
1: They're talking about the henchmen flooding over the southern border. Oh, right. Yes. Taking away conflict in Central taking America. away
2: our American yeah. henchman jobs. Yeah, so that's probably it. Um but yeah, it's just kind of a celebration of the of of the summertime, so that includes. I mean, let's let's go around the horn here, Jesse. Uh, wearing wearing Peach jean balls. shorts, um, having having a beer underhanded to
1: you as you walk in a barbecue. Yeah, I would say uh, almost any kind of marinade. Sure, chilling and grilling.
3: Socks yeah. gone till September.
1: Yeah, love it. How about this? One of those uh, big hats like a lifeguard wears, and you buy it at the hardware store. Sure. Putting a pool noodle between your legs and pretending it's a dick. Sure. Almost anything that squirts water in a pool. Poorly applied
3: sunscreen, so it looks like you're doing white face, even if you're white.
2: (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah, I mean, I would have just said maybe that kind of like zinc lotion that a lifeguard wears on his nose in a cartoon, but... Either way, either one is fine. And you know what, Jordan, I would add to your pool noodle dick. Mm -hmm. Anything that squirts water from a pool, out of a pool. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Whether it's, yeah, whether it's, you know, one of those water guns where you put one end into the pool and then it sprays huge blasts of water. Or whether it's as simple as a classic cannonball beautiful absolutely give everybody a little splash they might uh-huh. pr-
2: pretend like they're annoyed but they love it they love yeah. to get a little splash exactly uh, yeah so what we want y'all to do is to and just to, is to celebrate the summer boy within and i think also it's important here to say that um, we're using this as gender neutrally as possible you don't have to identify as a boy to be a summer boy however you identify we invite you to become a summer boy it's a big tent there's room for everyone get those fucking socks
1: off and <laughs> catch this course yeah, light that i'm underhanding to you some socks no coors no service there you go here at the summer boy store <laughs> and you better be marinating you be-
2: oh you better be marinating you better be soaking A-B-M. in a plastic bag filled with soy sauce
1: garlic and assorted spices. <laughs> it's
2: the
3: only maybe way. Maybe a little orange uh, juice in there.
1: You know what? You know what I heard? Yeah, I heard. I heard that there's people, and I'm talking about in June, July, August, even September, who are eating chicken breasts instead of thighs. Get your act together. We're <laughs> grilling. Okay, what do you want to eat? A uh, Marinated wood? Have a thigh. Live a little bit. <laughs> Get yourself a wing. Have a um, plate of wings.
2: So so here's what we want you to do. Um, give us a call. 206-984-4FUN or give us a voice memo from your phone. JJGo at MaximumFun.org Let us know how you are being a summer boy this summer um yeah let us know what 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 are you up to and uh let us let us let us celebrate with you give give our listeners some ideas on how they can maximize their potential this summer uh here's what i'm gonna try and do i'm gonna try and wear a speedo to social events that involve a pool
1: okay that's I great that. what about standard ones <laughs> yes. Yeah. Also, non pool, <laughs> non pool social events.
2: Like, will it be uh, a tux
3: speedo in that case? It's oh depending yeah, depending the level of formality, obviously. Of course,
2: of course. Yeah, I am not a I'm not an animal. Please. Yeah, uh, please. please. Uh, yeah, I something that I uh talked about doing last year. I think John Gabris was on the show. He's a big fan of uh speedo at a social event that involves a pool. I couldn't do it. I chickened out. But I think this is the year. I think this is the year. I am gonna do it. I am gonna do it. I'm in the spirit have of you, being a summer boy. I'm going to do it.
1: I know that you probably have a speedo as a as an avid amateur swimmer. Yeah. I have it. That's the thing too. Have it's you, like I could just wear the
2: speedo that I wear a couple times a week, but I would be doing it socially while I'm having a nice brew.
1: Have you thought about, you know, shaving off and slicking down? Jesse, I am four steps ahead of you, my friend. shaved and slick my friend you know what i would like to do for summer this year Hmm. smell like coconut Ooh, that's a nice smell it's a good smell and the thing is is those kind of like um sun creams lotions that smell like coconut Those are, I think, are mostly what you would call a tanning lotion. They're mostly the kind that can cause problems with skin cancer. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So I think I'm just going to have to always, sort of like a roast pig has an apple, me, but a snowball. (laughs)
2: Like from the gas station hostess, yeah, hostess
1: snowball.
3: If you just keep one on you and the temperature's warm, it'll slowly be kind of melting and
1: oozing in a way that will provide a very nice cologne. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I mean, yeah. the other option that I came up with and you guys can help me is I think if you cut a coconut in half, mm-hmm. it could be a kind of a hat.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure. I sure. Mean,
1: my,
3: my summer promises. I need more. I need to be more adventurous in my hat wear. So, okay. I mean a coconut hat would fit that to a T. And if you do any rollerblading, another good summer boy activity, helmet.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, that's great.
2: Yeah. That's a really good point. In fact, if you're on a tropical island wearing a coconut hat and a mischievous monkey tries to bonk you with a coconut, sorry,
1: bozo. One step ahead of mm-hmm. you, little fella. I wear coconut protect protective equipment. Absolutely, head to toe, because I'm in a children's breakfast cereal commercial. (laughs) So I'm always wearing (laughs) wrist protectors, elbow protectors, knee protectors, head protector. It's your cup. Yeah, the whole nine yards.
2: So, audience, hold us to this, hold us accountable. Jesse's going to smell like coconut. I'm going to wear a Speedo to a social event that involves a pool. Brendan is going to try out some new headgear. And you, our listener, are going to have the best fucking summer of your life, and you're going to tell us about it. 206 984 for fun How are you going to become a summer boy? Uh, speaking of that number, someone called us to leave a message. Matt Lieb's going to play it. Hey,
3: Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, guest, I'm going to guess, I don't know, legendary Bay Area rapper Keith McNeese. Close. Uh, this is Scott calling from Charlotte. Um, with a momentous occasion, my wife and I just bought a
1: house. They said that my generation would never do it, and we said, fuck you, we're going to, and we did. And we're very happy. We have a yard for our dogs to run in.
3: We have a yard for me to grow peppers in. And we have a metal roof, which I'm told is a good thing.
1: I don't know a lot about houses. Much like Jordan, I'm working on it. Anyways, I love you guys. I love the show. Keep it up. Bye. This guy bought a fucking chicken shack. He doesn't know that he bought a chicken shack, but 100% (laughs) he just bought a fucking chicken shack. Chicken shack. Sorry to break it to you. This guy and his wife and his dog and his babies are all going to be living there with a bunch of laying hens.
2: Yeah, I hope you like spooning a hen while you go to bed at night because that's
1: what you're going to be doing in the old chicken shack.
3: You know what that's the sound
1: of? That's the sound of a fucking hen in your bedroom, dude, because your bedroom is a hen house. (laughs) Chicken shack. Goddamn chicken shack. Sad. Sad, really. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, This guy thinks backyards, by the way, are for peppers.
2: Did he say growing peppers or fucking
1: grilling peppers? I think he said growing peppers.
3: I think growing. Okay. Now, Jesse, is your issue that that's more of a backyard? Is that
1: a front yard uh, (laughs) vegetable? In my neighborhood, the the main food stuff, you're going to have backyard citrus, you're going to have front yard dragon fruit dragon fruit trellises all of it's fucking incredible
3: i have to come and raid your dragon fruit trellises that sounds delightful
1: yeah it's the it is this is why we live in america brendan (laughs) it's because some of our neighbors are from southeast asia and they build Mm -hmm. gigantic trellises of dragon fruit and then underneath grow leafy greens is the greatest front yard in the hit i could never i could never in a million years have a front yard that great there's probably Eighteen of them within a three-block radius of me. Oh, man. Love it. Yeah, I can visit dragon. Your now, dragon fruit. I'll be clear about dragon fruit. Dragon fruit's not really anything. I mean, it really is impressive looking, <laughs> but it doesn't taste <laughs> sure. like shit. Coasting on a cool name, kind of.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks amazing. And it's I mean, kind of like, it's like a weird fruit pudding inside.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like a fruit pudding if someone accidentally diluted the fruit pudding four to one. <laughs> sure. There. Not really anything. It's like
2: if it's like if they wanted to rehab cucumbers and calling them adventure tubes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I think you're
3: onto something
2: there. <laughs> yeah. Boring. That's
1: exactly right. This guy thinks backyards are just for growing peppers.
2: No, hey, I there's one thing Jeez. I know. And listen, I'm not a homeowner. I don't I don't know anything about this, but my frat bros always said peppers in the front, party in the back. <laughs> that's true.
1: <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. You know, I actually I had a friend who had who had uh, one of those backyards. I went over there. Uh, this is my friend uh, Peter. I went over there, and he had picked a peck of pickled peppers.
2: Mm. And, well, we ate we uh, ate good Matt, in the neighborhood. Matt, do you night. still have that Men in Black stick? <laughs> Sorry, I just used it on myself. I I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs>
1: 206 9844 fun or jjgo at maximumfun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go.
0: La, la, la. La.
2: I'm Jordan Cruciola, the host of Feeling Scene, where we talk about the movie characters that make us feel seen. And I'm the show's producer, Marissa. Jordan, you've interviewed so many directors, actors, writers, film critics, and I like to play this little game where I take a sip of coffee every time someone says, That's such a great question. That's such a fabulous question. Or they tell you how smart you are.
1: I think that you are rather brilliant.
2: And of course, the big one is, when, when they, they cry, cry unexpectedly. unexpectedly, yes, yes. Jordan,
0: I don't want to cry on your podcast.
2: I wasn't expecting to <laughs> cry. I mean, it makes me kind of want to cry. Ah. Feeling seen comes out every Thursday on MaximumFun.org. Listen already. What are you waiting for, Jordan? That's such a great question. <laughs>
0: <laughs> la 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 la. you probably already have a favorite animal. Maybe it's a powerful apex predator like the tiger or a cute and cuddly panda. And those are great, but have you considered something a little more unconventional? Could I perhaps interest you in the Greenland shark, which can live for nearly 400 years? Or maybe
2: the jewel wasp who performs brain surgery on cockroaches to control their minds.
0: On Just the Zoo of Us, we review animals by giving them ratings out of 10 in the categories of effectiveness, ingenuity, and aesthetics. Listen with friends and family of all ages to find your new favorite animal with just the zoo of us on maximumfun.org or wherever you get podcasts. La, 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 la.
1: It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris Boy, Detective Brendan Hay, uh,
3: claiming false valor in the area of Jimkata. <laughs> he what admitted this? it he came clean wow what a journey this is look i just don't want to end the episode with people no. believing lies about me the lies are for the Mogwai, not for me ah.
1: <laughs> what about going somewhere in aqua socks Ooh, okay as a summer boy activity that does seem like a good asterisk yeah are you allowed to wear aqua socks in the verdugo aquatic center jordan
2: I don't I don't know. I don't wear them myself. Um so it's not been an issue, why is but that? I think you could.
1: It's a pretty inclusive place. Mhm. Sorry, what why would you not wear? Sorry? Why would I not wear You aqua don't socks? wear aqua socks, so yeah, what would you? Do? Uh, in you the, know, I guess I don't know water.
2: I guess I don't know what the benefits of aqua socks are.
1: Are you wearing what are you wearing, Hanes?
2: Uh, no, I'm not. I'm just not wearing any socks in the water. I just kind of get in. Stance. No, I mean I like I do like a stance sock, but I don't wear them in the pool. I just wear them, you know, like inside shoes when
1: I'm walking around on land. So, what are you wearing in the pool? Uh, None. Just what kind of socks are you wearing, Jordan? What kind of socks are you wearing in the pool? Bare. Bare feet. Not. None. None. Socks. Brendan, Brendan, I've been working with Jordan for. 20 years, Mm -hmm. 23 years. I had no fucking idea. This guy was a nasty sicko.
3: I know you'd think there would be some kind of a registry here for this kind of stuff that you would have to legally need
1: to be informed about. I had asked Matt, Matt's our producer. I had asked Matt to look at the nasty sicko registry. (laughs) And see if we were working with (laughs) (laughs) it. (laughs) ebombsworld.com. I had looked at the... Matt, did you not look at the sicko registry? I did, but then Jordan told me to not look at it. So I stopped looking. (laughs) Yes.
2: (laughs) Yeah, headed him off at the pass.
3: I I always forget that you can say not to do something.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, Matt, let me tell you this. I can tell you what you're not getting for Christmas this year. A new pair of premium aqua socks. You don't even need them. Just get in there in your hands, you nasty fucking sicko. You're the same as Jordan. Brandon, you and me, buddy, we're old schoolers. We keep it true. <laughs> we believe in the old ways.
3: Henching jobs for Americans and aqua socks. <laughs>
2: can, I, yeah. can, can, I, can I interrupt a bit here to just share a little bit of art imitating life? Yeah, sure. I you got art there? I wasn't sure. <laughs> this is art. <laughs> I consider this art. It's like one of those okay, uh, elephants great. who paints. <laughs> I think of it at best as linklater. Sure. <laughs> um. So my I was when in when we were doing this bit. I was having this weird bit of dissonance because hours ago I got a email from my swim coach, Coach Mike saying at tomorrow's workout, we're going to be doing resistance training, wear socks. And he included a photo of just someone in, like, tube socks. So I I know we were doing that funny bit about socks in the pool. Tomorrow, I'm going to wear socks in the pool.
1: I didn't know Coach Mike was... I mean... My worry here is that Coach Mike was previously not asking you to wear socks. So he must have gotten a peek at at the registry, seen his name, and flipped the fuck out.
3: Coach Mike finally, after probably, I'm assuming you've worked together for some time, Mm -hmm. finally realized, wait, I'm only not looking
1: because Jordan said not. I could look. It might be that Jordan... Instead of sending him to the, of course we know the registry is at e-bombs world. <laughs> he might have sent him to break.com. dot yeah. com. Uh, yeah, as a wild goose chase. A lot of funny stuff mm-hmm. over there. You know, <laughs> classic <laughs> goose chase. Yeah. You know my, you know my little league coach Tim Jordan. You remember Tim? His car only had one door, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he let kids ride in it to games. <laughs> A great man. I did confirm that. I confirmed that, by the way, with Lonnie Mm Odomayor. Lonchetsky confirmed. Um, Tim only had one door, and in retrospect, he might have been drunk. But in my mind, the number one compelling evidence that he was a good baseball coach, despite the fact that, again, he he, he drove like a Mercury Capri or something like that, but it, it was a coupe but it only had one door, it should have had two. Mm -hmm. So it's not like it was missing 75% of its doors, just 50%. Is he would take a ping pong paddle, break the handle off, shove it inside a tube sock, and then, wait, no. First he'd break the handle off the paddle. He would duct tape some uh, packing foam onto the ping pong paddle shove it in a tube sock and then make us play shortstop with that thing on our hand. And you know what? To this day, I have soft hands. There you go. All right. Got to receive the ball. I mean, just that's a, just a beautiful life lesson. Mm-hmm. Not ju- I mean, soft that's- hands, receive the balls. Duct tape. <laughs> Can't lose. <It's> really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, Brandon! I am so excited to as we watch this. The show is two days from appearing on Max, mm-hmm. um, and as you know, this has been a topic of discussion in my family for. Look, the animation cycle is a long one—two and a half years. I think
3: even so more I, about right, Brendan? I remember talking to your daughter about this in—I want to say it was like right before pandemic hit in like January 2020. So yeah.
1: This is this is like uh, the, if you have any idea how many little date boxes on monthly calendars have X's through them, uh, and then <laughs> a big red circle around the premiere of this Gremlin show. Uh, I'm I couldn't be more excited about it. I don't think uh, I don't think anybody could be better entrusted to co-show run this program. Thank you. I'm. I'm really thrilled and excited about it. And I can't wait to see what the Tony Randall Gremlin gets up to in this show. Um,
3: yeah, impregnating in Broadway shows.
1: Yep. Primarily. Yeah. And cashing residuals checks. Of course. You and, get to actually
3: see him go to the bank.
1: It's great. And
2: yeah. appearing on Letterman when somebody else cancels. <laughs> yeah. Just cruising
3: through the green room sometimes for snacks.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, Brendan, uh, I uh, got to watch the first oh, episode right. of this thing yes. at Comic-Con. Uh, I loved it, and I guess oh, more importantly, a, a more important endorsement, I was sitting next to uh, Gremlin superfan uh, and regular guest Sarah Morgan. Uh, who also loved it, and she is. That's uh, yeah. The gremlins are far more important to her than they are to me. Uh, yeah, I say Sarah and uh, Sarah and Grace, the two biggest gremlins heads. Uh, I, but-
3: I'm so relieved to hear Sarah liked it. Because I remember talking to her the night before. We got she got We screened it before she got to see it. And frankly, honestly, I was still a little nervous because I'm like, I don't know if I ever heard if she liked it or not. So <laughs> I'm glad to hear that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, stoked. Cannot wait to watch the rest. Awesome. Beautiful animation cool. style. You got a great voice cast in there. Oh, uh this, this thing's this thing's going to be a hell of a show.
3: I hope so. Yeah, it's thankfully. Yeah, it's our voice cast, especially. They're absolutely incredible. Um, where else do you get to hear James Hong and Matthew Reese go
1: toe to toe.
2: Nowhere. That's where. No. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm working on an animated reboot of the Jim Cotta universe.
3: Obviously, they're the first two you go out to. I get it.
1: Kurt Thomas, obviously, being played by James Hong. Yeah, sure. Well, he's got a gymnastics background. Sure. (laughs) And incredible pommel horse efforts. If you heard (laughs) James Hong's pommel horse efforts, Ah, just the sounds he makes while he spins, stuff of dreams, switching hands. Is there any hand chalk in your show? Because there's, it's <laughs> practically half of my show is chalking up hands.
3: I'm so glad to say it's max twenty uh, percent of ours. So you, it's your thing. We we just touch on it, but it's clearly when you're putting the the genre
1: labels on your chalk. Got it. Literally, the director of Enter the Dragon, Jordan. <laughs> Literally, I know. It's great. Cra- yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. Jim Cotta. Life takes you in weird places. Check it out. Yeah, the Village of the Crazies, specifically. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Uh, yeah, send us your summer boy shit. JJ, go at MaximumFun.org, 206 4 fun It's going to be the summer of gremlins over there on Max. Our thanks to Brendan Hay. Our producer is Matt Lieb. Our theme music is Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. Producer Emeritus, Brian, Sonny D. Fernandez... You can find us on social media, maximumfun.reddit.com. Send us an email, jjgo at uh, mm, facebook.com slash Jordan uh, We're on Instagram at Jordan David Morris at put.this.on. We're on Twitter at Jordan Jesse um, That's enough different stuff. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. I'll
0: hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you.